Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio. chunks of meat mysteriously fell from the sky over Kentucky in an incident that came to be known as the Kentucky Meat Shower. The type of meat was never identified. <laughs> I'll get you a meat shower. <laughs> <laughs> you started it's it. a meat shower with an accent. The type of meat was never identified, although some locals even tasted it to try and find out. It was totally, it was totally pigeon. Why would Because <laughs> it was 1876, you know. They weren't scared of shit. They don't know better. They weren't scared of shit back then. There was no air. I guess right? I didn't catch the year. Actually, it was Al. You said Kentucky, right? Because they think the, was it the Hopkinsville hobbling, or Goblins, the fucking UFO, U, UAPs, they were just real big owls. <laughs> well, That's right. They could have just puked up some shit from the sky. Well, they probably cooked that meat and tried to taste it. See, what, see what it taste what it uh, One popular theory uh, is that it was a flock of vultures that had vomited all over uh, the area. It was meat vomit for vultures, possibly. Ah, so yeah. As long as it's that. cooked, right? It's still... Like the vultures digested, they eat it and then hack back of it. Vultures half of don't it back cook up. it though. No, they eat it raw and then no. they hack back of it half of it back up. What but are you most saying? of the time, it's digestion though. Most That's of not the cooking if they curing. vomit it up, it's not digested. But it's, half the time doesn't mean it's good for you. Half the time, it's been something that's been laying dead for a few days before they. That get, means get it's to rotten. It, you know. All I can well, think of it wasn't rotten. All I can think of said it wasn't digested. Cloudy, not good cloudy with a chance of meatballs. In uh. 1876, they probably didn't care whether it was rotted or not. It was meat. Let's cook it and see. Maybe they based that whole movie on we that. We ain't got no You're meat like, in Kentucky. It's a funny <laughs> thing. Just, Might have been an extremely like, poor area of Kentucky that had barely anything to eat, and they're like, you know what? Fuck it, let's cook it and see. Maybe we're are the we gods most, most of us with most meat. of Kentucky are still we that way? Focusing on the fact that it's just meat falling from the sky, or is it like? Over a humongous swath of area, I didn't catch it, the area. It didn't say how big the area is. It just says it fell. It says it fell from the sky over a Kentucky town before oh, airplane. Cool. <laughs> so I don't know how big towns were in 1876, I mean, they but could, they couldn't have been that big, right? I don't know. I'm like, thinking like Tombstone. Depends on the town. I mean, I mean, you could probably have a, a I don't bird think it happened in Lexington, and if it's not in Lexington, a rabbit or some the shit. The towns ain't very I don't big. Know, I, I, didn't, I mean, you could Google <laughs> farther and see if you could see what the actual town is. But evidently, you know, there was enough people there that they got rained on by meat, and they're like, "Well, what the fuck is this? Well, it's meat. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of meat? I don't know. Cook it and see." And that's exactly what? how the shit happened, I guarantee it. Hey, Geraldine, did you get what? rained on by some meat today? Check, the, check, it, check it out, pickle fucker gave us free eats. <laughs> Went in the grocery <laughs> store and they had some of that fucking rain meat on display. <laughs> Got it sitting out on a cube for you to buy and take home cook, see what's don't, good. Don't, don't ask what grade, don't ask questions. Just keep can, going. Can name the mystery meat, we'll give you $5 bill. <laughs> <laughs> Five dollars is a lot of money back then. You buy a house. That there is <laughs> a little bit of land. Look what you can buy with this shiny nickel. Shit. Think about my cool stuff. You can get a shiny for a nickel. nickel back then. You can get a whole house full of groceries, dude. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Nick- you for this nickel. I'm pretty sure a nickel still goes a long way in Kentucky. I haven't been to Kentucky in a long time. Last time I went there was church camp. Pop out. I lived there for three months, like a couple of years ago. I drove through there on the way to Tennessee. Did you get stuff for a nickel? No. Did they tickle your pickle for a nickel? <laughs> no. No, but I'll give you two cents. Did you get your five dollars worth half in Kentucky? <laughs> I, I like that we're on nickels. I was living a good life. Yeah, so you right. got your five dollars worth? Oh yeah. It's nice. Alright, Clint, what else you got? CNN has pre recorded broadcasts, which they will premiere during the end of the world. It's called the Turner Doomsday Video. After CNN founder Ted Turner, who ordered its creation before the network launched in 1980. It consists of an army band playing the song Near My God to Thee, the same song that the band plays as the Titanic goes down. I never even thought about that, man. Okay, you already answered my question because everybody said it was the Turner or whatever. I'm like, please tell me it's got Ted in it. Just Ted going, all right, boys. Nope. 
It's just probably a picture of, I guarantee it's just a picture like, a, like you know, when the TV turns off at night and it's just like the American. Okay. Burr, and, and it's just like, well, no, they, maybe it's early in the this morning a, when it turns back on. It's just all the This is a broadcast of the <laughs> emergency services. No, no they, about like, oh, I guess time. They play like the trumpets at the our beginning. broadcast for the city. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But it is, yeah. like five Be in the like, morning, they play more uh, infomercials. And they have yeah. all the uh, shots of America. <laughs> And flags and shit as uh-huh. they're playing the fucking. But then, like, the infomercials took it's, over. Yeah, it's funny how you say that, though, because it's like, this is just a test of the broadcast service network. Now, here's Billy Banks with the Sham Wow. I guarantee it's <laughs> Don't freak out. Shots of America. It's, it's on good. sale. That song playing the whole entire time. Shake yeah, weights. Well, if I had to go. You go listen to the fucking that song? Here is your team. Watching TV. Well. Fuck it. I bet as soon as, like, the bomb or whatever hits that. Like where the central TV area is, though, like that shit's <laughs> not going to be playing on TVs no more. Ultimate no wrong. We sitting there like staring at the TV, somehow like, oh, broadcasting that over a wide guess area. Guess it's over TVs. with. Right? After the TV goes out and the station gets hit, all the people who are still left alive are going to have to sit there with the TV out. Like, well, fuck. Now we got to look I'm out the window. Pretty and wait for it to come. good thing I'm, I own 500 DVDs. I'm pretty sure when the end of the world comes, there's going to be an EMP type thing, and your TV's not going to work anyway. Maybe Only if it's on. Maybe while it hits. It. Not for all just sitting here watching TV and boom, could be happening right now. Not if you live in a Faraday cage. That would be true, but guess what? <laughs> the people that are broadcasting your TV network has all their shit on. That's going to be dead. I own so a your lot TV of is not going to work. <laughs> I own a t- computer with a like, terabyte hard drive of TV. <sighs> well, aren't you special, Mark? A <laughs> little bit. Let's face it, Mark, you're getting yes, vaporized yes, like the rest of us. Yes. Sure. I would not enjoy it. Your beanbag chair will not save you from impending doom. No, nah, it'd be fun for you a little bit. You just get to sit in there. You know what else isn't going to save you from impending doom? Clint's the only one that threw me out of his fucking bunker, so I lost my inanimate All I can do boat. is make beer. I have yeah, no need for beer because I don't you. drink it. Yeah. Hey, I'm learning yeah. about hardware, motherfucker. All right. I know about hardware. I've learned about hardware. Still can't fix a uh, fan with a gum and a paper clip and a couple rubber bands. Chunky nah, can, I pre- though. I'm pretty sure I could. One battery. <laughs> Chunky could do it. And he could give us light, too, somehow. I guarantee it. He's a crafty son of a bitch. Yeah, you just open the door. Chunky, where's your shirt? In. Oh, it's a porch now. All right. On October 21st, 1978, a pilot named Frederick Valentich was flying a Cessna 18... One eight, sorry, not 18, 182L light aircraft from Murebin, Australia to Kings Island at 7.06 p.m. He radioed Melbourne Flight Service to report an unidentified aircraft flying roughly 1,000 feet above him. It's a he UAP. Re- he reported four landing lights visible above him. They were moving erratically. His last words were, it isn't an aircraft, interrupted by a strange metallic sound. Valentich was never seen again. Abducted by aliens? What do you think? Fuck yeah, he was. Think he got in somebody else's airspace and they just shot him down, maybe? Yeah. No, where did you say he was going from? Melbourne, Australia, to where? To Kings Island at 7.06 p.m. Dude, shit disappears over the South Pacific all the time. He went went down. They haven't found Amelia Earhart after... Yeah, but he said said that they were... He said um, there were lights visible above him moving erratically, and his last words were, it isn't an aircraft. Could have been a giant. Squ- could have been a giant red. squid. Got too close down to the water, and a giant squid came out from the water and could smashed him. Could have just him. been a missile. Have you seen that uh, that MH whatever it is uh, footage? The one airplane that went down that no one knows where it went, and it was like uh, supposedly it's that Malaysia flight. Malaysian, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think the, the Soviet there was shut some, it down. Um, There's a documentary about video, it on Netflix. There was actually, some video footage of it being like surrounded by orbs and then just disappearing. Yep. Really? What I think happened was they got off course and there was war games I don't going know on. How the hell you'd get that footage, but uh, it's, it's allegedly it's, there's some footage out there that exists that they claim that that's pretty what sure the situation that was You talking like two cage type of war games? <laughs> no, I'm talking about like uh, when militaries get together with their boats yeah, and point no. guns at each other and threaten to like shoot Kel- at each other, but they like, don't like, shoot at like each Kel- other. They like shoot Kel- real close. They play to real life battleship, like Kel- like Kelsey Grammer and Down Periscope. Damn, Damn right, uh, that movie's awesome. Basically, their airship got into somebody's war, war zone area, not war zone area, but area where they were shooting missiles or whatever and they told Restrict, them that restricted space they and they didn't know where they were at and they said hey you gotta get the fuck out of here and they're like nah we were supposed to be here and some dude was like shoot these motherfuckers down 
They don't know what the fuck they're doing. So that's what they did. They they're they're in the wrong ocean, or, wrong side or, of the ocean someplace. Or is this pilot chilling on the same island with Amelia Earhart? Uh, see, there's a bunch of crazy theories about that flight because the dude who flew the flight had a simulator flight at home that they went back and watched, and the simulator flight had him flying the same direct flight path that the flight disappeared into. But it's later on said that he got up and left the simulator and just left it running, and the airplane flight flew off in a different direction. The dude who was flying the Malaysia flight, they ha- he had a simulator at his own house to practice flying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They rewatched his last simulator flight because supposedly he was, uh, I don't know, they thought he maybe he was a terrorist. Or sure, right, right. His last flight was the same direction that the, the aircraft was going before it disappeared, which was it flew someplace, it turned around went back the other way and as it was going back the other way it fucking just straight disappeared very weird maneuvering and exa- yes. did exactly the same thing so they thought he did it on purpose but I guess they went back somehow and found somehow I guess he just got up and left to go to do something and left the simulator running and that just happened to be the flight path dun, that it dun, took dun. so then it also makes you think that if anything happened to that dude on the plane before and that's just the flight path that the plane took that it, you know what I mean maybe yeah. something actually happened to him before the plane landed or blew up, but it's supposedly weird. they got into an area where there was war games going on and they just shot them the fuck Smoked out. Them off. And no one wants to admit it because that'd be a PR nightmare. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. We shot down a bunch of fucking innocent people. And also what? there was a bunch of scientists on that plane that knew something about the AIDS virus or something like that. <laughs> They're on their way to the Congo. So yeah. There's a big deal about those. There was like three or four e- scientists. E- e- ES or S? What? Depends on what kind of AIDS. I don't know about all that. Jared just, got skinny with AIDS. But the weird thing about it is, um, after the plane disappeared, got shot down, there's people that were at the airport that were still getting phone calls from family members, uh, but then no one was on the other end of the phone line when they would answer. Oh, shit. It's kind of weird, no? That is weird. So, I think it's a little strange. Unless I just, yeah, it's very strange. It's a neat, it's a Malaysia flight whatever but it's uh there's a documentary on netflix about it. it's got a bunch of survivors on there not survivors but the family members of the people that disappeared and shit on there bizarre it's, it's a real real neat documentary crazy All oh right. shit knocking things over so in saudi arabia and uh, on the slaw rock you ever heard of this uh. on the slaw rock uh it's in tayama oasa saudi arabia um, it's a 4,000-year-old rock formation with an unusual feature. It's split down the middle by a straight cut with the precision of a laser beam. The rock is made up of two sandstones supported by a naturally formed pedestal with a perfect slit down the middle. Uh, the exact cause of the split is yet to be determined. Uh, windblown sand and periodic rain could, ha- could have created the unusual shape. However, that has not stopped few social media users from speculating that the desert's ancient inhabitants could have used laser beams to cut the rock in half. An Instagram account, Weird World Insta, posted an image of the rock that has texted the reader. There is a 4,000-year-old rock formation in Saudi Arabia, which appears to have been cut in half with laser-like precision. Nobody knows for sure how it happened. Some say the ancient civilization may have been more advanced than history books tell us. Yeah. Graham Hancock thinks so. And yeah. here is a picture of the rock Sephiroth that I can send to you to put up on the thing. Uh, oh, wow. Sephiroth Very interesting. Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Look like, yeah, it's a giant, it looks like a giant seven. sword cut it right down the middle. That is strange. How is it uh, standing like that? On them two pedestals, pal. Oh, that's weird. That's not safe. No, that guy's standing underneath. <laughs> Are those that's eroded? OSHA. No, they, don't, they, the don't look, they don't look eroded. They're just on little pedestals. That's why I say it looks like it's cut in half. Hey, like not that because you would think you, that I think you can stand the, there the bottom as long half. as OSHA don't know. The bottom <laughs> looks like they've been eroded, Everything but I don't know OSHA why the... Approved. I can't explain the sharp, the sharp cut in between. I don't, I don't know. It's wild, isn't it? Strange. It's where Moses parted the sea. It's, right. him, uh, it's, it's interesting how it doesn't fall over because it's really not held up by... It's one of them Stargate battles come out there. Big legs, tiny ankles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 How's it holding it up? So Stargate battle, like Tom or like Kurt Russell and or Dave or uh, James Spader. James Spader. Yeah, I can't think. No, right more like uh, MacGyver. Which MacGyver? Fucking MacGyver. Richard like Dean Anderson. Fucking MacGyver, like, like the '80s MacGyver. Not MacGyver. Richard Dean Anderson. Not MacGyver. <laughs> Well, you realize the kid from X-Men took over to play the reboot. Talking about yeah. real MacGyver, I mean, dog. They share a name. MacGruber. Oh, okay. <laughs> Talking about the real one that made fucking bombs. Richard Dean Anderson, son. Pennies there and fucking go. gum, and gum and shit. Shoelace. Put yeah. some respect on his name. <laughs> Make a zip gun out of this shoelace and a pair of 
the slacks. The kid in the new show does it too. And I get a bullet that I stole from this button on my pants. Nice. <laughs> pew pew. Right. Or are we playing Spaceman? Shoots man. a guy right there. Or no. Kills him. Pew pew Spaceman. Bang bang is detected. And he had a sweet mullet too. <laughs> <laughs> What's the new guy got? Nothing. Not even any muscles. He sucks. Okay. He ain't no Hasselhoff. <laughs> he gets bossed around by the dude from fucking uh, CSI. All Who, the, time. the new guy? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he sucks. Nick from CSI. He gets comes bossed around because he sucks. MacGyver all the time. Actually, yeah. I'm pretty sure his boss is Bridget the Midget. <laughs> like, like literally, that's. I'm pretty sure that's who the person was. That's her name, huh? <laughs> you you never watched Howard Stern in the late '90s? You had like Beetlejuice and Bridget the Midget. I think they like to be called little people now. The whack pack, I thought. That's what, that's they what they she Beetlejuice was. Beetlejuice went go by. <laughs> you remember when Jeff Jarrett hit Beetlejuice with the guitar? I can't forget it. <laughs> yeah. I can't forget. It. I remember when he hit Gary Coleman with the guitar. Yep. Uh, I love all those memes with him though, where it's the what are you doing? Uh, nothing. nothing. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. Nothing. Out. Yeah. Beetlejuice fight a motherfucker. It must be three thousand dollars, and I'm pretty sure that's rest in peace. I'm pretty sure he died. Did you know that German chocolate cake is actually not from Germany? It was named after its creator, Sam German, who's created in 1852. It doesn't in Texas. fucking matter. It's delicious. It's in Texas. Cho- it's it's chocolate cake with coconut. He wasn't German at all. Coconut no, and caramel. No. He's what from, race was he? He's from Texas. I mean, he ain't Indian. His name was Sam German. You put it together. German, German, I German, need to be fair. German chocolate cake. Not, not a how many whole times lot. you had German chocolate cake, bro? Make <laughs> <laughs> some German chocolate cakes. There's not a whole lot Sound of coconuts like growing in Germany. I was just trying to see what nationality it was. So a lot of coconuts. Sam German. Texas. What do you think? That would be amazing. I don't think he's German with the last name German. I think when, I think he sounds Italian. When was it invented? 1852. 1852. Doesn't even sound How like hard was it to get a coconut so in Texas in 1852? So he's either Mex- he's either Mexican really or American. Hard. Look him up. Google that shit. Pull him up. Sam German, 1852. I bet he's just a hard ass rancher. He probably didn't grow up, didn't have a last name, an orphan. So he said, "I like German chocolate." My name's gonna be German. Uh, I just I like we didn't have his name's Germain. I don't know have the, the word German derives from Italian. So we had to use what we had on the land. Something 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 or other. This great Either way, Germanic. Do you think it was? So he's probably. Do you Italian. think it was nice to be like I got this caramel frosting, and I accidentally spilled coconut into it? I Fuck mean, it, let's put it onto cake. They're full of shit. This guy says 1957. The recipe for German's chocolate cake appeared on the recipe of the day in the Dallas Morning News. It was created by Mrs. George Clay, a homemade. From Dallas, Texas. Oh, Either way, it's still got him. Either way, it's still Texas. Who's fucking George German? They're Sam German from 1852. Well, see, I googled Sam German, but this is what popped up. Maybe so that was her surname. Maybe she, maybe, she, maybe she pretended she was a cowboy. Well, you know. And then once they found out that it was a chick making it, they're like, oh, fuck. And then she was got super popular. Oh, and she's like, oh, cat's out of the back well, now. So you remember well, you're, 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 you're the baking that. chocolate introduced in 1853 by American baker Samuel German boom, boom. Chocolate Company. <laughs> German Foods, which owns the baker's brand. German chocolate. Time. Put it on that's, a cake. That, that's kind of like a German chocolate so cake. Sam German is like the originator of German chocolate. He invented it. She fucking like a chocolate. Chocolate chip cookies were first made at the Toll She's House the Vince McMahon of German So that's why it's like how cookies. It's like how hip hop was created in the East Coast, and they did it pretty good, and it went to the West Coast. It's more like Vince McMahon and fucking, she's the Vince McMahon of German chocolate cake. What? I why do you keep referring to Vince McMahon? He don't exist. <laughs> He's gone. No, he ain't. Yeah, he is. Rugged, 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 ruggedness. Endeavor don't want nothing to do with him. That's not true at all. He uh, runs... He runs They took him out of creative. No, of WWE creative. He's on the fucking chairman of the fucking board. He still TKO. does all the like Saudi deals and shit like right. that. He's, he's the chairman that of the cr- board of TKO. He's the, he's the motherfucker in charge. No, he's he not. still has a boss. One. I'm pretty sure Ari that's what the mix stands for, right? Motherfucker in charge, MIC. <laughs> motherfucker in charge. Yeah. We're all uh, fans of Karate Kid, no? No. no. Maybe. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I haven't seen the... Strike first, strike fast. I, 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 I don't know. You gave us a bunch of... Op- you gave us two options. I just want to know. I don't want to... I don't want to fucking see another one until I see Hillary Swank back. I've never seen there? them. You've never seen Karate Kid? Are you fucking serious? They're not that good, though. Like, that's oh, your wax on, thing. wax off. For real? 
they're good. As many fucking one. old movies as you watched in the worst, the worst I, one is the one really that he's referring to with Haley or Hillary Swank. No way. The second one's so much more terrible. When they than w- that. when they go to fucking Japan, no, yes, that's no fucking a dog shit movie. Well, you You're know, a dog they, shit. Movie. They had one come out that had Jackie Chan and Will Smith's kid was bad. I like that. One. Yeah. yeah. You're, what? Yeah. The one with Mr. You Hand? like that he's abusive to children? Yeah. <laughs> Jackie Chan beats a shit out of a bunch of little kids. They deserve it. Like little kids, nine year olds. Then he make them like in the original. It was like high school kids so yeah. it kind of made it alright for the old Mr. Miyagi to beat country, their ass. It's a different country, Mr. Sure. China. These are like nine-year-olds and fucking Jackie Chan puts it Stop on Stop pushing your norms on different countries. Fucking blacks uh. the side of one kid's head from whapping them. <laughs> well... No, I mean, Mr. Right. Miyagi but beats the fuck out of a bunch of high school. Anyway, they, they're taking they, they the whole story of fucking the they're first. They're supposed, supposed to be making a movie with anyway, Daniel like. and Mr. Han. They're right. taking Ralph Macchio yeah, and Jan- Jackie Chan's character, and they're going to make a new movie with both of them. I don't know how they're going to do it if he's going to play the Mr. Miyagi. Too. And they're going to cut Jackie Chan's hair up to make him look like Miyagi and just make it look like he's a. Mr. Miyagi remake or something? I don't know how they're gonna pull that shit off. Did he? Did Jackie Chan play Mr. Miyagi? Yeah. No, maybe he's. No, he played Mr. Han. He's, are you sure? His name is Mr. Han. Is it? I've yeah. only seen that shit once. They, they don't refer to. But Mr. he's a, Miyagi. he's Mr. Miyagi though. He's the same exact dude. <laughs> same exact dude, except he gets wasted and kills his family in a car accident. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi goes to World War II and his old lady gets sick and dies, right? No, I'm pretty sure they were killed in a bombing or whatever. Yeah, that's right. And he gets banished to America. Beyond the ordinary. Working for this doctor who was a swinger, and yeah, it sounds like it. Like he he would have like random people show up at the house, and like he'd just lay out prescriptions on the front porch, and they were like his swinging buddies, like getting thousand Vicodins and shit. And uh, but anyway, he way overpaid me to fucking live in his basement and put up crown molding in every room of his house, black um, crown molding, he was all hoping, the way the fuck around. He was hoping to get you into a weird situation, <laughs> and that sounds like he did. Uh, do I? You you have to write that name down, like because oh, I is? might know. Take this guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 you probably you probably it's do. Chunky's fault. Uh, <laughs> But uh oh yeah okay. So anyway, we went to fucking uh, what's the where where they have concerts at and shit there? The Civic Center. Two thousand no fifteen ish. Man, it might no 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 two thousand twelve. You want to say forum pre COVID uh, forum? The forum they had fucking yeah. Monsters Ball sit there right? Yeah. And it, like we would work all day for him putting up this crown molding, and then he would fucking take us out and get us trashed all night and get fucking pizzas and shit. And uh, so we go to the forum and there's all these fucking people there or whatever and. Fucking Oscar comes out and uh, <laughs> uh, never. So like I just go to the front row in this concert or whatever and fucking was jamming out and uh, uh, like my boss was trying to. So like I was working for this dude that is buddies with him and uh, he was like, oh, we're gonna go to the like kept on like oh we're gonna go get chicks blah blah and like he's like this old fat bald motherfucker and I was just like. Man, I could go in there and get it way before the fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, what? He's like, I'll, I'll give you a hundred fucking dollars. You fucking... Nope. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'll go to the front row of this motherfucker and finger bang a bitch right now, motherfucker. Nope. He was like, hundred dollars if you do. <laughs> so I walked straight to the front row and was like, hey, I'll give you fifty dollars if you walk over there and tell me my boss, tell my boss that fucking I just finger banged the fuck out of you. She's like, all right. What? We fucking walked up to him and I'm like... It was, and he like hands over the hundred dollar bill and shit, and then I hand her fifty. I was like, "Thanks, girl." And uh, <laughs> fucking. So uh, where the fuck does finger in his mouth come into this? He looks at me and just grabs my hand and puts his my fucking fingers in his mouth. And said, "You what? fucking liar! Give me back my hundred dollars right now." I was like, "No, nope. fuck you." It's a hundred dollars to suck on these fingers, motherfucker. Welcome to Beyond the Ordinary, episode number twelve. Kind of made me sick, but that was incredible. What an incredible way to to taste someone's fingers. <laughs> Wow. Should be like, it's my ass. Mm, yeah, you should. <laughs> hey, Gordy, why does it, it look like you got your good? finger up your butt? Because <laughs> yeah, I, I do. do. <laughs> uh, slushy tastes like ass. Oh, yeah. I just yeah, struggle all the way to the butt berries at the bottom. It's really yeah. down there. Oh, my God. You've Episode. told me some gross stories in your time, my friend. We watched that <sighs> when we were at my house before you guys got there. 
episode 12 my god that was that was an interesting story i'm sorry that was a different time no it's not yeah. <laughs> I apologize man that's good it's a different time yeah it was pre-covid pre-covid yeah, world was was my world was a different place PC. then you could get away with more pc i am wife. your host tonight ryan call us just some guy um to my right here is uh cousin clint hey Dick. What up? Brent, say hi. Hello down there. Oh, hey. Hello. And then uh, <laughs> Mark. Hey, hey. Hi, Mark. Oh, that's me. That. It's not your what? intro, though. Hit that. Yeah. Hello. Fuck off. And then Chunky. Hey, what's up? How are you? Wonderful. I'm Where glad everyone's around tonight. Yeah. This is good. This is going to be a good episode. Uh, we have um, uh, some interesting uh, <laughs> stuff you to talk about. There it is. Found it. <laughs> I found that in the wild the other day. I was like, oh, wow. Speaking of like wrestling coming on my TikTok and on my algorithms now, Stupid idiot. that's where it came from. <laughs> I got that shit, too. And, and there he is sitting there fucking doing it. And then he said the, the Mark thing. I was like, what? I know that. What? 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 It's <laughs> a, a good story, wouldn't it? <laughs> I liked it. It was a great story. Oh, this, my this God. This is all Chunky's fault now. You know this, just, right? Just to let you know, I can unplug it. No, we're good. We're good. We've got okay. some. Uh, we have ground rules, and I understand we have them. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan and I have a gentleman's agreement. We have a we have an agreement. Yes. Speaking of, I guess agreements. Do you guys, this is the first time you guys have been interested enough to read, or, or did you guys read any of the stuff? I did not. But nope. did not. I uh, <clears throat> I pretty know. I'm yeah. a little familiar with Skinwalkers, anyway. So okay. I watched a couple okay. documentaries. With, well, it depends, actually. I spent a credit on your book. Did you really? Yeah. Good. Nope. I must Man. have a credit because when I pulled up the link, it was free. That's because they're trying to get you to buy a subscription. They want you might have some. If money. you buy so many books, they give you free ones too. So you might have. I mean, I bought a few books on there and shit. You mm -hmm. might just have a free one. Though. I got all Stephen King's uh, fucking Dark Tower series on there. Motherfucker. So you never so actually read it, then you just listened to it. No, no, I read you it. You didn't put on the my time phone. in, my friend. On my phone, it's not <laughs> audio books. <laughs> you scrolled through your phone or that way you didn't listen yeah, to it. I fucking do that all the time. Ain't yours an audio book? Oh yeah, I do audio book oh, everything yeah, now. I listen to it as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not every day. I, I optimize my drive time. For sure. <laughs> I think Brent's just jealous. You made a deal with me where he has never made a deal with me to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that w at least one of us, another one of us has read the book. You guys are going to be very interested in this because... Wait, you have a physical copy? I have a physical copy of the book, yes. I went out and actually got it because Jeez. I actually enjoyed the book so much, which is the first time I've done that in years, by the way. Um, this book, it basically... It tells the story of um, the government, essentially, um, uh, their first real attempt to document to document th this sort of phenomenon of UFOs and, and weird stuff. It's not a UFO anymore. Yeah, U UAP. UAPs, okay. right? So is that like Senator Reed and shit? Exactly okay. where that came from. It's exactly it. The book actually starts out with a foreword by Dr. Senator Reed, Dr. Oh, yeah, yeah. Reed. <laughs> That's not correct at all. <laughs> Senator Harry Reed. Yeah. Um, he um, kind of spearheaded the whole <coughs> He just figured thing. out that like the Congress should have some insight. Like, yeah, he, he right. pretty much he created to this, approve your bu budget. Sen shit. The Senate committee for it. And yeah. We needed what well, he got. The angle was we've got this shit in our skies that we can't explain what exactly is going on. We need to figure I, that out. And actually, we, in that opening uh, thing that he's talking about, how he grew up in Nevada out in the middle of nowhere, and you just look up in the skies and there's stuff that moves all the time and you don't know what the hell it is. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty clear skies, I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Chemicals in there fucking with their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> plus he plus he didn't live that far from where actual area 51 is yeah yeah and then when he, when he was growing up it was just somebody's farm yeah before the government took it it's like no nope, this is our land and we're gonna do what we want with it Fuck off! <laughs> Some crazy shit, and then and then end up keeping you know this sort of stuff in his backyard, which is why he kind of helped spearhead that, um, you know that, I guess that information request, <laughs> and essentially developing a program to um, to to you know study this stuff where do you study this stuff though right how the fuck do you study this stuff hooters hooters well apparently like hooters apparently hooters hooters they have a lot of good stuff like their sauces like their rankings and stuff what is your favorite sauce 
I like a hotter one, so you have to go with like their. Yeah, towards like the 9-11 on it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's called That's because it's free or shit. It was 9-1-1. I think they had to change its name back <laughs> in the day or something like that. I, I did get to try four sauce. homemade hot sauces today, and they were pretty fantastic. Lucky. Your butthole's going to be so unhappy. Yeah, especially after the habanero one. It sucked. So James Lekatsky, <laughs> one of the direct, one of the authors of this book, um, was a uh, he was an engineer uh, and he would work across an operator and he he would work in Afghanistan and he ended up being like a high level um, uh, Pentagon official, James Lekatsky. Um, so he he's basically the tie in to um, to the government for to to the Pentagon to the official narrative to the official like arm of this to where we could actually fund this he was reading the initial book hunt for skinwalker um which is where i that was even before the skinwalker like episodes on the history channel it was back before um it was before the bigelow's or bigelow owned the ranch yes, right 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 bob bigelow which we'll end up talking about this guy here in a minute he's a billionaire um aerospace um uh <coughs> company owner um he's ba- interested bass. in the, the yeah he's interested in, in um space and ufos and uaps and all the sort of weird shit so he bought this this place from these from the gormans and they had all of this other shit happen and that was what the hunt for the skinwalker was so the, he's reading this book while on mission in afghanistan says holy shit look at all this weird crazy shit you know and he's like um he's like some master of like he 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 knows sensors very well so he has some some play in the game where he wants to like well i'd be cool if i could take some sensors over there and like watch and see what i can find on you know on some of my stuff i got and then so so he's reading the book can't put the book down and is just obsessed with it and then comes back and then that was around the time Harry Reid was trying to open this stuff up, too. So they kind of connected him to start to head that branch, head that office. And then that's when um, Bob Bigelow kind of inter- introduces himself to the situation because he had a prior um, um, his company was when he owned it would perform their own studies on Skinwalker Ranch. Allegedly. And they had, they had, that was the first time they had put like cameras up trying to see all this other stuff. And he hired people to, to stay up all night to watch, you know, to, the security guards to watch this place. And we're like, um, so that was the first time that they had actually documented or attempted to draw a document anything. So he brings his team, his expertise in and brings it to this guy. And then they help build out their their idea of how they're going to study this thing. So they like, well, we're just going to go to Skinwalker Ranch because it seems to be where the most weird shit happens. Um, and they kind of want to change it from the, they, they, this is where they start changing the label of UFO to UAP, <coughs> unidentified flying object to unidentified aerial phenomenon, because it's not all nuts and bolts, like physical, like you would imagine, like a spaceship. Sometimes it's these orbs. Sometimes it's which other weird shit that you can't explain. Which a lot, which a lot of the times is Skinwalker Ranch. It's the uh, blue orbs. Yes. Indian spirits. Indian I'm spirits. I'm gonna eat like a spider monkey. Yeah, you don't want those blue orbs to come at you. A lot of bad shit happens from that book. No, spider monkeys. No, it's worse than spider monkeys. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> spider monkeis are real. Oh, it's, yeah. ga- it's like gamma rays, and you end up with all kinds of shit that you shouldn't end uh, up with. Poop. Yeah, poop. <laughs> poop. You want poop. poop? Yep. I would rather have poop than what happens with the blue orbs, to be quite honest, because the blue orbs give you um, severe... Uh, Diarrhea? M- like, cancer. Like, almost instantaneous. It was terrible. Nice. We'll talk about it later on. This There's a there's an encounter here that's Not pretty well documented. Cool. Um, there's a lot of encounters in here that are pretty well documented, which is incredible. Um, but, yeah. How do you study this phenomenon? So they just like went out and put a bunch of cameras in a field. Right. So you go out to the place where like the most this shit happens the majority of the time out here. We're going to put a bunch of shit out here. And um, well, I'm going to read you essentially the first night that they are. Um, they all just get high on meth and stay up all night. <laughs> they wouldn't even need it. Yeah, they were in the they middle. Were, they were in the middle of the desert. They. Just, 
They just had, ate some peyote, had a good time. Oh yeah, they're out here tripping, mm-hmm. chasing aliens. What did, did you? Uh, what did you? Th- I, what are your thoughts I on the situation that. too? Because I want to, I want to find this, and I want to read it in a minute. But I want to know, like, what you, what are your thoughts up to this point in the situation? In the story. Boys have a penis. Girls have vagina. Mark nailed it. No. <laughs> no. Uh, wait. I guess that's strangely political nowadays. <laughs> I guess is it more like is it interesting that that the government is interested in looking at this stuff to a point now? Well, they uh, have. I think they've always they, been had their fingers in it. They have been well, since guess, like the 1930s. I guess. Uh, let me. Let me. Let me paint it differently. I guess in a more Being open, open about open it. fashion about it, right? Why be open? Uh, well, I mean, Pressure. I think senators have come out and said shit before, just nobody, like, took it serious. The internet. But, yeah, I mean, it was. I open. mean, that's pressure. Word starts spreading more and more. People start believing it more and more. Uh, conspiracy theorists. Doesn't, uh, didn't I don't think aliens that, are a conspiracy theory didn't anymore, Didn't the though? guy that founded I think a uh, Black Rifle Coffee real. have something to do it's with that, It's just a matter too? of which ones are real. Say that again. Didn't the guy that owned, uh, that started Black Rifle Coffee, <clears throat> fucking uh, Evan uh, Hafer, see in that book at all? I don't know. I haven't seen that. On, that name doesn't ring a bell. And it's not, no, UFOs are I don't totally real. That. I don't I remember say that, that name. I want to say that he did three years after Afghanistan back here or something and was like a they part of this thing. And changed then like it because quit and became a huge coffee nerd. Unidentified <laughs> flying object could be anything just unidentified. It's, something, it's called something different. No, no, it's not UFO anymore. Yeah. But uh, UAP is. Yeah. That's but, I mean, aliens obviously real. The universe is too big for there not to be other living life forms out there someplace. But I don't know. Yeah, figure it Figure in this book, they said there's over 100 million other planets in this world that could sustain life. (coughs) The human brain can understand that. Theorize. I just think that the military is always. I think think the military has always just been about 70 years ahead of everybody else. Oh, yeah. Stealth bomber came from the fucking And right now, whatever we're seeing is actually (laughs) some kind of shit they're testing that we haven't, you know, in 70 years. Old men will be like, damn, look at that wild shit they got. They're using the military now. They're using them boner pills to kill aliens. They were saying like it was. Uh, They're allergic to Viagra. Rhinoceroses or whatever. T Rexes with lasers on their backs. We don't know. Infinite <laughs> profit. That would be awesome. Really. What if they could become our pets? Think they'd have a saddle like where you could hop on one. Yeah, we were able to tame them. Yeah, yeah, we'd have wiener dogs oh. with machine guns riding on their backs. Versus t- Tyrannosauruses with tank cannons on their backs. So what I'm about to read is just um, okay. Lukatsky's uh, first interaction with Bob Bigelow at Skinwalker Ranch. This is, um, they're at uh, Homestead One, okay? <coughs> so before we get into it too far, there's a couple places on, on Skinwalker. I think you know that there's Homestead One and there's Homestead Two and like, it just those are hot spots there that they're they're that's where the old houses were and they've set up kind of shop around Homestead One as far as like they built it out when Bob Bigelow owned it, but so um, so Lakatsky was transfixed by something behind where Bigelow and the couple were chatting. An unearthly unearthly technological device had suddenly and silently appeared out of nowhere in the adjacent kitchen. Um, it looked to be a complex, semi-opaque, yellowish, tubular structure. Um, Lukaski didn't say anything, but he just kind of stared at it, um, which was hovering silently behind him. Um, he looked away and looked back, and there it was still. It remained visible to Lukaski for no more than 30 seconds before vanishing on the spot. About two hours before, after they had arrived to the property, Lukaski and Bigelow were driving back to the Vernal Airport. Um, they were talking about, you know, just normal stuff. Um, he was still thinking about this fucking weird thing, right? Um, he he ends up seeing it on Lukatsky confessed later that prior to seeing that stunning vision, he had never seen anything unusual before in his life. Yet within a mere 60 minutes of being on the Skinwalker property, he had already seen clearly in broad daylight a technological device in the adjacent room a few feet from where he stood. Um, This wasn't a blurry photo of a distant saucer. This was an in-your-face personal apparition of some kind of technology. Um, 
he ends up finding out while researching to, to find some sort of approximation to see what he saw so he could just explain it to somebody. He finds, he comes across a photograph of, photograph of the cover of Tubular Bells by Mike Oldfield. Um, this stricture was depicted on the album, was not exact, but it was pretty close. So I looked at this thing, um, this Tubular Bells thing. It's just like this twisted tube. It was just a twisted tube and it just kind of floats. Tubular bells. Let me see it floats? It was it? just a floating tube. How does it float? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Vibrations, was this. maybe? It's a duck. This w- he says it, was, it looked like this, which is just a chrome oh. tube that's bent, but it's floating in space. Sounds like they were taking mushrooms and watching batteries not included. <laughs> <laughs> well, per- <laughs> that's pretty much every encounter in that book at Skinwalker Ranch... Everybody has a different one. Some of them follow, some of it goes home with them. Or they get sick. They see weird shit that they shouldn't normally see. <clears throat> I wonder if there was ever like um, nuclear testing around that area someplace. Well, there was. Oh, <laughs> I figured it out. I mean, there was like nuclear fallout <laughs> because the, um, the, um, the family that lived there would, would complain of metal balls kind of falling on their How close is that to where they shot the movie where John where they killed John Wayne in? No, Ooh. it's where in well, Vegas they, Vacation they, he cooks the food out on the rock. They <laughs> think that that's where John Wayne may have gotten it's when he did Genghis Khan and yeah, they yeah. shot it in um in Vegas or in New Mexico, I think, out in, out where they were f- formally testing like A bombs and shit like that. Of course at the time Nobody really realized that you get, you know, that sick from doing that shit. But, like, there's, like, a ridiculous amount of people that were on the set of that movie that all died of cancer, and John Wayne's one of them. Allegedly. Yeah. They filmed that movie. It was a weird Genghis Khan film that John Wayne did that was... Yeah. Why is John Wayne playing Genghis Khan anyway? But, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Because they needed a known actor. Hey, fuck. So he sees this weird fucking crazy shit. And then, you know, doesn't know what to fucking think about it. But he's still trying to have, like, a normal conversation with this guy about, well, everything is happening, I guess. And he he's, they agree to stay there. And um, basically the first night, they, um, it's pretty, it's pretty kind of um, vague. But they, it's more of a feeling that they were describing that they went, they went out to, um, to, to walk out to Homestead to, and they walk through like this cold pocket and they're like really freaked out because it was a cold pocket. And then and then like 20 yards to the other side, it would be warm again. Aren't they in the desert? And they would. Yeah, they would go another. They would come back. It would be cold They go to another area. It'd be warm, cold. And then the closer they got to seeing something, dread, fear, all that took over. And as they backed up, it started to dissipate. Yes. Right, it's more of a feeling for that for them in those in those <laughs> regards. But they all three reported it when they stayed there. They're like, I don't know what Which, the hell's going on up there, but it feels like I I shouldn't be up here. And, <laughs> and then also trying to figure out or to learn about skinwalkers, unless you're a Navajo, they couldn't get they, close to the source. They, then they try not to t- tell you or talk to you about it at all. We don't speak their language anyway, so yeah, they don't want you to know about it. Which I mean, hey, some weird shit. So, yeah, so they freak out and are like, okay, something obviously needs to happen here. So then that's when um, they really start to put the metal to the metal and develop this um, um, (coughs) program to study this place. (coughs) So that's why this is so interesting, because now this is a... The, the government is now saying legitimately, like, okay, there's something f- happening, and we're going to study it, and we're going to try and find out what the fuck's going on. So uh, the first chapter, this guy visits Skinwalker Ranch, goes home. I mean, he has an experience there, goes home. Uh, his family starts having experiences back in Virginia, like... Uh, it attached itself to him. Yeah. Uh, That's what I was, yeah. Sh- uh, the wife started seeing shadow figures... There's noises in the house, bumps in the night. Uh, she ends up seeing a eight-foot-tall wolf that was on two legs in the backyard. Yes. They're two children. Chad, <laughs> Chunky. They're you had the same thought I just saw then. They're children. Reminds me some shit out behind my house. Yeah. But, yeah, no, they're two children. 
start what? seeing shadow figures. Oh yeah, you see an eight foot wolf. Uh, they, I heard one. Yeah, they every they day. have an encounter in the backyard. See the same <laughs> wolf. The wife never mentioned it. They told her about it. Right. She tells him that they've all had the same experience. <laughs> and weed every day. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> he, he does go out and investigates the backyard and finds. I think they're smoking something up there. Right? He, he finds scratches what and bite marks no. of a wolf on trees and shit. On the tree. Yeah. On Probably their property line. Fentanyl farm. So that, <laughs> that's why I say methamphetamines was involved. Shadow people. There yeah. was fucking a, Virginia. I seen, I seen that wolf turn into a man and walk away. <laughs> Some scary shit, man. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. So, you sure one West Virginia? No, it's it, it's Virginia because these yeah he's a uh, contractor at the Pentagon. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's bringing weird shit home anyway. Yeah. So he this guy yeah, goes and, and then comes home, has that experience, then comes home. He brings home freaks from the And the thing is, though, he only had the experience at Skinwalker Ranch. At his own home, he had nothing. Like the family was having experience. He brings yeah. home he brings home otherworldly pets from the Pentagon, and then that's the, the farm b- for him. They were they really were also seeing blue orbs, all types of crazy shit like Essentially, that. Essentially, this is um, this is uh, American Dad. This is, <laughs> this is <laughs> American <laughs> Dad. Take the alien home with him, no, right, Roger, bud. No, but right, right, right. If he came home from Skinwalker, that's, that's what would happen. <laughs> right, the alien yeah. in the corner just fucking with everybody. So, all uh, but but I you see, uh, but you know, you know in Virginia, there's not. Why you doing that? There's not eight foot tall wolves that walk on two fucking legs. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> alien <laughs> that's somewhat similar to Ted. Aaron Rodgers was talking about seeing like these blue orbs in the sky and like. Uh, yeah, did you see Aaron Rodgers dump his weird liquid out of the other night? Huh? Aaron Rodgers, he, he went tequila. to go grab a box and had a little weird liquid in a fucking uh, yeah, yeah, tequila. Yeah, I bet it was. Yeah, he said some super expensive shit. Yeah, I bet it was some fucking tequila. <laughs> that, that tequila that you see HGH in that makes you come back before fucking your yeah. <laughs> tear your leg off. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was no, a little per- weird. Pretty much my gist of this book is Reed and Congress spent a bunch of money along with Bigelow at Skinwalker Ranch to try to figure out what's going on. And then it's a bunch of other experiences like the Tic Tac experience or incident which happened over San Diego right mm-hmm. uh, there was was that the house no it's but that was UFO going through the, over the house the Tic Tac is the uh, is the um, uh, the 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 air th- it was it was the F-19s they were flying over um, the water they noticed this thing over and, and they, they it was the first time they actually had gotten a UFO on on camera like on a sensor and everything and it would it would like move on its axis and it would just operate very weirdly and it was able to yeah it was able to keep up with different aircraft at different points and stuff that uh, nothing that of our earth is capable of doing right so all we're saying is like um, like David Grush the guy that's coming out now and, and talking about all these UFOs he uh, essentially was part of this part oh, of yeah. um, of the government I guess helping to be to look at the data that they acquired from from this stuff in in all over the world and um, just fucking weird shit, dude. I'm not, have, have we came out with, uh, have we found craft yet and brought it back? <laughs> allegedly, allegedly just this week they said that there's nine craft that we have. Allegedly. No, I don't know for sure. Reverse engineering. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, yes. <laughs> Probably closer to that. <laughs> like uh, one of the encounters in this book was so Georgia or Alabama. Uh, you have the Johnson guy. How big is this fucking ranch? Well, no, this is a uh, different like the, like four football fields. Like they talk about Skinwalker Ranch, but then they talk about other incidents that people uh, that government tur- turned in why they were investigating uh, UAP and this one happened on the guy's property and there was a uh, like triangle light that kept going up and down in the horizon on his property he shines a light at it 
a light beams back at him. <laughs> um, hey, what you looking at? Hey, I'm looking at you. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Like this bright ass light shines back at him for like three or four seconds. The next day, he's visited by the Department of uh, Health, pretty much. Department uh, of Health. Yeah, uh, the Department of Homeland Security, Health, something like that. I don't remember the exact. Uh, yeah. Department. These guys are dressed as men in black, pretty much. The glasses, suit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it turns into a 45-minute fucking interrog- interrogation against him. Like, don't tell people what you saw. Did this happen? Did that happen? He ends up getting sick. He ends up starting to develop, like, lumps all over his body. He, he goes to the doctors. They can't figure out what it is. They biopsy them. They think that he was exposed to gamma radiation, which isn't even physically possible on his property. It's just a bunch of crazy uh, encounters in this book. If you're standing in the right place at the right time and the fucking right radiation's coming from the fucking sun, solar flares hit you right. You know it was saying? night when this was happening. I don't mean solar flares can't property. hit you at night. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it was moonbeams. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, off but but th- those lumps end up yep. being cancer from gamma radiation. Really? Yeah. Just okay. Really. Makes me not Just want to go out in a full moon. Was the, yeah. guy, was the guy a smoker? Yep. It doesn't specify any of that type yeah, of shit. Yeah, but it doesn't. Yep. What was his health like? How much time? How many times eat McDonald's a week? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe three, four times. I'm willing to bet this is all a bunch of bullshit. That's a lot of McDonald's. There's some things <laughs> I believe, but I think some. I think this might be one of them deals where you just pay a bunch of people money to come fucking hang out on your ranch and fucking then you go around with like a, br- a brush tree at night scraping on their windows going there's totally s- wolves out here be afraid and then you stick your fingers and, in and dick's people mouth at the same time with red eyes are they still around there doing experiments and killing shit? cattle 22 million dollars uh, no they had um, they see funding 22 million dollars was the last Big, month Bigelow uh, last doesn't even own the ranch anymore right? no no they see it's the adamantium corporation yeah the, the oh. place the entertainment company owns the ranch now yes yes that's the place that um, is that strange does the like do movies and commercials and sell hats and cups and things well yeah it's, well the, the, the history channel has the rights to it that's yeah essentially what oh, it is really right I mean it's the company that yeah said adamantium it's the name of the company. I looked it up on the internet. So that adamantium, whatever. Hold on. I'll look at yeah. it again. You showed it to me. I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, I was trying to show you. Well, I was like, who the fuck the Wolverine? Yeah, adamantium <laughs> real estate. Wolverine LLC. bought what? But owns it now. It's you you, can, much, you can pretty much guarantee it. <coughs> you had a clear night. You went out in your backyard, s- stared up at the sky all night. You would probably at least see one thing you couldn't explain. It's happening. a uh, limited liability company <laughs> based in Salt Lake City, Utah. I don't even have to look up, Brent. I'm not talking about <laughs> fucking what's happening <laughs> where you're at. I'm talking in oh, the sky. Yeah, that shit I can't explain all the time. <laughs> you just left wondering why all the time. <laughs> they uh, have a partnership with a museum in uh, Lehigh, Utah. Huh. Lehigh, Utah. To better help them understand the environment and historical significance of the ranch because there is a um, coinciding um, uh, Indian burial ground right near there, I guess. Hmm. Which, you know, people are seeing... Skinwalkers Indian burial ground makes sense, right? Right. Well, you got uh, you know, Rockwell down there. So. Oh yeah, like uh, yeah, I've never heard about Skinwalkers over near this area before. Possibly. Mm. There it's are multiple mounds. Because Skinwalker. Spend enough time in Bath. Because Skinwalker is Navajo, man. It's <laughs> they're pretty much evil shaman. All right. Okay. I mean, there was an evil shaman in Illinois too, called something different. Maybe they just called an evil shaman here. 